This is an ABC podcast. This podcast contains strong language. Previously on the Parable of Crossbred. When you coming at ya. Because I have a really big tongue. Oh, I can feel it. I decided the only honourable Christian thing to do was to baptise them. I'm getting up on that cross like an absolute legend. Josh is right. God brought us here for a reason. And, and I thought to myself, shit, this is going to work. Climbing on the bus, bro. Joshy, you're bleeding. Please, why are you naked? The devil bus you exploded. Where's Joan? We left her behind. You're stuck in hell! Mount Panorama was more like Mount Pandemonium. After the gig, we took refuge at the Bathurst Motor Inn, but somehow we'd accidentally left Joan behind. I ran back to the mountain, but with crowds streaming out and there was riots continuing, it was just impossible to find Joan. The police were utterly useless, really. They were just too busy trying to quell the marauding mob. Then two hours after the gig, Joan finally appeared. She looked real bad, bro. All covered in mud and bleeding and the bread suit was all ripped. She looked like a pack of seagulls had gone to town on her. And she was holding one of those big cans, you know, the cans of bourbon and cola. Joan! Thank Christ! Just give me the keys to my room. Joan, you okay? No. I need to have a shower because I'm covered in human faeces. Whose faeces is it? It's a lot of people's, Josh. Because when you drove off on me, Josh, I had to hide in a portaloo, Josh, that got pushed off a ledge and rolled down one side of Mount Panorama. Thank God Jesus kept you safe. Jeez, if Jesus really wanted to keep me safe, he would get me the fuck away from you lot. Okay, Joan, maybe just give me the bourbon. Hey, hey, Rev, is there some, like, Bible thing where the disciples left someone behind at a riot to be mauled by a crowd of psychopathic bikers? Uh, Jesus did storm the temple in Jerusalem, which I I guess could be uh, cast as a riot. I reckon if Jesus saw the way you guys behave, he wouldn't know whether to laugh or cry. Joan, I'm pretty sure Jesus would just be happy Josh, that you're safe. what the fuck would you know about Jesus? You got baptised four days ago. What? We're not Christian, Amanda. We're never Christian. What a surprise. The guy who lit his pubes on fire in a YouTube video isn't Christian. Sorry, you got baptised four days oh, ago. Babe, I was going to tell you, it was just... Without me? It was just, I wanted you to be there. It was just an express baptism. Baptism is a special moment, Josh. I know. We should have shared it together. It really wasn't. You said it yourself. It's just a bit of water on your head, I right? I did it for Jesus. You don't give a shit about Jesus. You don't give a shit about the church or me uh, or anyone please, except yourself. My children, please stop fighting. I'm not your child and I'm out of this fucking family. And with that, Joan left Crossbred. She didn't even ride home with us. She caught the greyhound. We didn't see her again. When we returned to Fireheart, everyone tried to keep Crossbred going. First, Josh got Amanda to lip-sync Joan's old recordings. I was like, what is this? Some kind of Christian Milli Vanilli? I wasn't happy about lip-syncing to Joan's voice because I'm an artist in my own right and I have my own voice. 
Amanda began singing, and I use that term very lightly. It was more like um, two cats tearing each other to pieces in a tumble dryer. If you're lost and you don't know what to do, call out my name and I'll come find you. That's when I left. Without Pradeep and Joan, Josh reinvented the band as Crossbred Unplugged with Amanda on the bongos. My name is Cross. My name is Cross. My name is Cross. At the band's lowest point, Josh turned on the crowd because they stopped talking in tongues. That's when I told Josh it was over. It was a real tough time, bro. There was all these people that were saying, you know, there's no cross without the bread. And as tough as that was to take, they were right. I realised I couldn't keep going on as cross because I didn't know who I was. Me and Amanda moved to Mount Dandenong just to get away from it all, you know. And that's when I started doing all the wood carvings, you know, because I'm an artist, you know, and that was my way of processing the pain of what happened. Yeah. Um, do you want one of them? I've got heaps. Oh, thanks, Josh. Um, is, it, is this a carving of an ice cream? No, it's a microphone. Lucky, I was going to pretend to lick it. I mean, it's yours now, so you, you can do what you want with it. Yeah, well, yeah. thank you. I really like it. I probably wouldn't lick it because ice cream, um, speak into it, if anything. Yeah. What you want, you want me to? Uh, one, one, two, one, two. Tap it. I was like fully, fully down in the dumps, um, not sure how to get out. And then one day, I'm lying in bed and I just said, God, if you're out there, just give me a sign. And I rolled over and I see a Bible sitting beside the bed. And I pick it up and I just flip open a page, right? And guess what's the first words that I read on the page are? What are they? John the Baptist. And that's when I felt the dots start connecting again. You know, they're just flying at me like it was the Matrix. John the Baptist, Josh the Rapper, John the Raptist. So your new name is John the Raptist? Yeah. I've got this idea for a track. It goes, John the motherfucking Raptist. I am the bestest. You are the craptest. My rhymes are fly. The sharper than cactus. Mess with me. You're gonna be cactus. So, um, did you mean... For there to be two cactuses. Well, raptus is a really hard word to rhyme with, bro. Well, it is a rhyme of 
Baptist already. <sighs> Are we okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Josh showed me his home studio where he was working on his solo album. So I plug in the laptop there. Um, yeah, the mics on these things are actually pretty good these days. Under his new name, Josh was working on an ambitious concept album based on the Book of Revelations and the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. So what it is, right, it's a quadruple album and each disc is based on a horse of the apocalypse. And I've called it Quattro Stallioni. You know those pizzas where you get the four corners and it's called Quattro Stagioni? That's why I called it Stallioni. Yeah, no, I got that. And I'm going to release it in a pizza box. Josh played me a demo from his new record. Well, my name is Famine and I'm a horse. I'll wipe out a crop with no remorse. I'm taking your wheat, your barley too, and now your fridge has got no food. Give it up for pestilence. Are you rapping as the actual horses? Yeah. Yeah, what Snoop Dogg was to dogs, I'm to horses. Josh, I have to ask, are you okay? Josh, can I have a word? What is this $2,000 on the credit card? Oh, that's just for these John the Raptors t-shirts I got made up. Um, these t-shirts say John the Rapist. Are you serious? I've got 200 of them made. You could maybe put a small T between the P and the I. That money was for rent. I mean, (sighs) we'll talk about this later. Oh man, that's real bad. I've been wearing these down the shops. Since that night in Bathurst, Josh and Joan haven't spoken. And as reluctant as I was, I had to ask where things were at. Do you miss Joan? Yeah, bro. Big time. Joan and I are twins. We've always been connected, like, um, you know those dot-to-dot puzzles where the dots are connected by a line? We've always had that line joining us together. But then since everything that went down, the line is gone. And we're just two dots and a gap. For Joan... Crossbred's breakup has led to new opportunities. Living in Broome, she's a self-help baking guru with a number one book that has inspired a whole movement called Crustianity. I thought your self-help book about baking was really cool. Oh, thanks. Was it inspired by your experience in Crossbred? Well, yeah, the name of the book is Rising to the Occasion, How I Healed After Leaving Crossbred. So, yes. Speaking of crossbred, do you think there's any chance you and Josh would ever play together again? Ken, did you read the book? Oh, yeah, of course. So there's that whole chapter about putting down the cross you're carrying. Like, Josh was my cross, and I put him down. So is that a no? Yeah. Is that a yes, that's a no, or yes, that's a yes? Ken, I think you've got to put all of this down and just let it go. Someone who is struggling to let crossbred go is the Rev. I think I rode them too hard and too fast. Well, this time I didn't just set myself on fire, I burned a lot of other people as well. Have you had any contact with Josh or Joan? Um, nothing from Joan, but well, I'm glad she's doing well. 
Um, Josh did send me a pizza box with some early demos of um, Quattro Stallioni. And um, what'd you think? It was horrendous. Yeah. Would you like to see Crossbred play again? Oh, I drove a wedge between Josh and Joan, so mostly I'd just love to see them reconcile. And if they did reconcile, maybe Crossbred could uh, get back together. When Jesus prayed to God in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, let it be as you, not I, would have it. Thy will be done. So what you're saying is you want it to happen, but in the end God is going to do what he wants. I prefer the way I said it, but yeah. (laughs) Golly, God uh, is so hard to understand sometimes. I look back on those days fondly. I, I have perspective now. That night in Bathurst, that broke open a whole new world for me. Life isn't just about light. You have to also embrace the darkness. And for me, that's what the Church of Satan is all about. Are you ever coming back from Massachusetts? No, I'm very happy here in Salem. What about DJing? Do you miss the days of being DJ Deep? Oh, I still do the occasional 21st, but I'm now known as DJ Pradeeman. For the last year, I've been working on this podcast about my favourite band of all time, Crossbred. It has been a thrill and a privilege to interview the people who created the greatest chapter of Australian Christian hip-hop music. Their rise inspired many other acts such as the Three Wise MCs, the Gangsters of Eden, MC Jonah and Lil Whale, The Last Was Up, and Joseph and his Technicolor turntables. But for me, no one will ever be as awesome as the true originals, Crossbred. Our name is Cross. Our name is Cross. Cross was the place he was crucified. Cross was the place where they feared his side. So that's where this podcast is meant to end. But a few days ago, I found out some sad news. The Rev had passed away in a motorcycle accident. It was totally his fault. He was riding way too fast. It made me think for a guy who spent so much time talking about motorbikes, he really wasn't that good at riding them. It also made me think about how lucky I was when the Rev asked me to come along for the ride with Crossbred. And if there was one thing I could do for him... It would be to reunite Crossbred for one final performance. That'd be pretty cool. You're filling me with your love. And that's next time on a special bonus track of the Parable of Crossbred. The 
Parable of Crossbred was created and written by Declan Fay and Chris Ryan. Written by Declan Fay, Chris Ryan and Megan Washington. Music score by Chris Ryan, Megan Washington and Declan Fay. Starring Megan Washington as Joan Burns, Chris Ryan as Josh Burns, John Waters as The Rev, Kate McLennan as Amanda, Aaron Chen as Ken Lim and Sammy Shah as Pradeep Sandeep. Megan Washington appears courtesy of Universal Music Australia. Sound design Richard Gervin, music production Mario Spater, produced by Carla Arnold. Script editor Rick Kalowski, executive producer Tom Wright, associate producer Chris Ryan, creative producer Declan Fay, head of ABC Audio Studios Kelly Reardon. Such a big day at uni tomorrow. I really need to go to sleep. Oh, come on. Don't think about sleep. Don't think about sleep. Hi, Brad Kirk here. <coughs> Do you struggle to switch off at night? Toss and turn and find it hard to get to sleep? Well, you're not alone. Almost half of us have trouble catching those elusive Zs at some point in our lives. I've got good news. I'm back on board with another series of Mindfully, and this time we're heading to the bedroom to find out how mindfulness can help you get a better night's sleep. So it's really under the heading of what we call hyperarousal, so just being too wired and tired but unable to sleep because there's just too much going on, too much stimulation. That's Dr Moira Junger, and she knows all about sleep, or lack of it. In Mindfully, we'll hear from awesome experts like Addie Wooden from Smiling Mind. A practice of learning how to accept that things are as they are. Hopefully that will also help with sleep. Who'll give you some really practical tips on how to quieten that mind, get to sleep and stay asleep at night. Plus, you'll get some great meditations to really help you unwind. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.